0: welcome y saludos amigos a nuestra presentación revenge of the pod a pop culture pod primarily focused on film and television but we go into other things like today we're actually going to go into some music for you guys we'll talk about that in a minute i'm your host luigi and this is my co-host jason how you doing man
1: oh great man uh well glad to have you guys back for for a good episode it's gonna be real real nice and hot you know what I'm saying? Real, nine, yeah, real it's, going,
0: it's going to get hot and heavy. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, but, that's the voice. That's the yeah, one. Yeah, I uh, like it. But anyway, we're excited to have you with with us today, guys, for another great show.
1: Uh, let's get into it, Jason. How you been, man? How you doing? Oh, I've been doing great, man, especially this end of the weekend, dude. Uh, so the NBA playoffs started, and uh, my Lakers are in the playoffs, and uh, they won game one, dude. Oh. Uh, they're the seventh seed. They beat the number two seed, Memphis Grizzlies. Suck it, Memphis. Oh, it was a great game. Um, that was probably the highlight of my weekend. Uh, well, no, I can't say that. I also hung out with my friends. <clears throat> we went to uh, North Glendale. Uh, they opened up this like a uh, putt-putt uh, mini golf type thing. It's called Pop Stroke by uh, a Tiger Woods. Like, it's like, his, like uh, his thing, you know? Okay, um, cool it's like an adult <clears throat> uh mini golf type of thing and it's pretty cool man um it's not like uh they don't have like like those typical courses where like there's like a windmill and like all these like kiddie courses like it's like an adult adult thing right um and like there's like a bunch of room for patio like patios and bars and stuff so you can uh watch the games and stuff so if you don't want to play you don't have to play the food was pretty good bro i had some grilled um habanero wings uh mango habanero wings delicious oh okay okay Uh, and they actually had this like little play plant play pen uh where like you know like a like a little park for for the kids can play and stuff so yeah it's a it's a little bit of a little bit of everything for everybody it's right next to the cardinal stadium uh right next to westgate uh so it was kind of a drive for me just to go there and not play golf because i didn't i didn't i'm not good at putting and stuff i just Went to watch my friends play and I just wanted to hang out with them and watch some of the NBA games have a good uh, time yeah yeah just have a good time you know just uh, go out because I haven't seen them in a while so uh, it was, it was kind of nice to get out and go see them um uh watch some shows and stuff you know typical stuff that we we usually do on the weekends made uh some uh, chico tacos uh some homemade chico tacos because we couldn't have some uh, because they were closed back when we were in EP so uh <clears throat> those of you guys
0: who are not from El Paso they are these I guess I wouldn't say, well, if you're Mexican, they're flautas. If you're not Mexican, they're taquitos. They're rolled tacos, I guess. Yeah, yeah, rolled tacos. And uh, what they do is they drown them in this like tomato sauce. Tomato Uh, sauce. But it's like, but it's almost like a juice or like a broth, a tomato broth. And then they put cheese on it, yellow cheese on it. At Chico's, it's all like, it's like government cheese. It Uh, used to be tomatoes that were about to go bad. Yeah, it used to be. Uh, it wasn't even real beef on the inside. It was like soy It was super cheap, super cheap. And it was great drunk food, <clears throat> but the real versions, uh, that people are starting to use now are really good from what I'm hearing. So I can't wait to try yours. Jason.
1: Yeah, man. I, I gotta, yeah, you come down here in July, dude. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll make them for you. Cause you're going to be like, yo, yeah, these are way better. Um, yeah, so yeah, you were craving it, so I, I did that. I sent you guys a picture and stuff. So that that was my weekend, man. What, what about you, man? What, what you got for us? Uh, just a couple things. Uh, wasn't super fun. I worked on Saturday,
0: Sunday. I was really chill. I got to you do worked a on lot of stuff. Yeah, I worked on Saturday, man. I worked like uh like, uh, like God, some kids event think. or what. Eight to almost two. It was welcome to idea. So I worked for a charter school. Uh. Uh, charter school network and it was like welcoming them to the charter school network because it's different from oh, it's different gotcha. from regular schooling in certain ways and people need to know about it before they come to our school because they'll, they'll be like culture shocked oh, and they'll gotcha. want to take their kids out so we try to warn them beforehand like what they're getting into so that everybody's under the same as the same understanding of what what's going on at our school Uh, So I did that. I was there from 8 to uh, like 2-ish. And then that was it for my Saturday. My Sunday, I was really productive, got a lot of stuff done here. But on Saturday night, man, we went to a ramen place called Bakudan here in San Antonio. Best ramen I've ever had. I'll say that. I mean, I haven't been to the West Coast. I haven't been to the West Coast. Yeah, the best ramen I've ever had so far. Uh, I mean, it's it's not that many places at the moment. Turns out there's like a ton of places here, so I need to try more. But yeah, I had cilantro, chicken, ramen, uh, cilantro, lime, chicken, ramen. That sounds fire, bro. That's it like a like fantastic. a little Mexican flavor to it. Yeah, for sure. And then yeah. before that, they gave us some wings. Uh, we we ordered honey sriracha wings. And have you ever had bonchan? Mm. You ever
1: had bonchan? Sounds Those, familiar, uh, but I can't say I have.
0: The Korean uh, crispy
1: fried chicken. Korean crispy fried chicken. I don't know. Yeah, it's like, it's I like had chicken katsu. That shit was fire. Oh, that's it's Hawaiian like, barbecue. It's like chicken
0: that. wings uh, that are slightly bigger than regular wings that we see. And the, the breading is super crunchy, dude. Like it's delicious. That sounds good, bro. Sounds it's good. very good. It was just like that. But with honey sidacha on it, they threw some green onions. Fantastic, man. It was fantastic. Uh, but that's me, because I'm a foodie, so that's what I care about. <laughs> I, was, I was immediately into the food, right? Uh, that sounds my That honestly. was my weekend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man, it was food porn right there. Sweet
1: you were explaining it. Damn <laughs> right,
0: boy. Speaking of, that's going to be our subject today, guys. Uh, no, we got spoilers for Mando. Uh, but besides that, we don't have any spoilers. But I do want to give a forewarning to our listeners today. Uh, I know we have some listeners that. May have their kids listen in today. I just want you to be aware, there's gonna be uh, there's gonna be some conversations being had that are maybe not kid appropriate today. Right, a little raunchy, a little raunchy. It's gonna get a little raunchy. Our main focus today, we're calling it the Penny Drop and Playlist. Uh, We're gonna give you our best songs that we think are great for
1: either setting, getting in
0: the mood, or trying to get someone into the
1: mood. <clears throat> yeah yeah there you go i like the way you put it <laughs> yeah
0: yeah so let's get into trailers before we get into our our future we get presentation sexy. let's get into trailers let's do our tv land uh we saw some stuff t- uh this this past week jason some really interesting things came out uh three big ones i think that's good for us to talk about let's start off with the penguin teaser trailer man what'd you
1: think uh i thought it was really cool uh things the things that I about like that I like about teaser trailers is I don't I'm I'm really like at, I'm kind of starting wanting to just only watch teaser trailers moving forward because they don't give you enough of, of what the show is going to be because I feel like once a trailer actually releases they give too much. Do you ever feel like that? I know we talked no. about it in the past. No, no, I, I, I don't. feel like that sometimes. I, you don't? I, I hear um, you.
0: No, I see here's my thing. I like knowing what I'm going into. Um I'm not big. on. I'm not a man who's interested in a whole bunch of surprises. Uh, Surprises make me uncomfortable sometimes. So I'd rather be like, I'm not going to waste my time on this show like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm not going to waste my time on this show if I don't like it. So if I know what it's mostly about, I can hang on to it. I can, I can
1: prepare myself and excite myself about it uh, in that way. That's just me. I don't know. I think uh, the teaser just did it for me since it, it's obviously a spinoff to the Batman with a uh, Robert Pattinson. Uh, yeah. And obviously they're bringing back Colin Farrell as a penguin and it, lo- it looks good, man. It looks really like they already sold me. Like I don't have, like, I am kind of like, all right, I'm sold. I don't need to watch any more trailers. I don't want any more spoilers. Like I kind of see where they're kind of going with this. Like it's like a mob boss show, like a kind of like a true detective type of feeling um, just like you're, typical mob show you know like maybe sopranos type of thing but like dark i don't know that's i feel like that's where it's kind of going it does kind of like like the rise of the penguin you know um so he's he's a ruthless motherfucker i'm excited ruthless ass motherfucker he's a fucking like he's brutal i will say the
0: show kind of you can kind of see the prosthetic on his face a little more but it doesn't take away to me um I thought I think he still looks pretty cool because the prosthetic where his scar is—it just—it's a little—I I don't know—it doesn't look super convincing to me, but it is pretty. I mean, relatively pretty damn good.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. yeah so I, I'm a I'm a big enough fan. Uh, if the trailer, another trailer does come out, which I'm sure it will, I'm gonna try not to watch it. But I mean, hey, if it comes up in conversation, and I just. I'm trying to, and I'm not doing a good job. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> uh, I'm watching that shit the second it comes
0: out. Can't wait to see the next one. Um,
1: and uh, I was doing some research on it, and they said that it suggested an early 2024 release date. Suggested. So, oh well, yeah, I really, right now it's right now it's still in production, right? Yeah, and uh, it's going to come out on Max. Not eight, eight you know. Uh, I'm, uh, we're going to try and keep no it longer Max.
0: HBO. It's going to be on Max, uh, the yeah. streaming service launching in May. They're no longer going to be HBO Max, guys. Uh, Discovery Plus and HBO Max will merge because the companies have merged. So you're going to get a lot more stuff.
1: Yeah, they're doing. Yeah, like I feel like they're moving like pretty fast. Like they're already saying like, oh, Max, Max, Max. Like, all right, throw it in our face. I get it. Yeah, they're trying to push it so you remember the name. That's what that is.
0: Yeah. Let's go to the next trailer that we've got. Part of the John Wick universe coming to Peacock in September of this year. We were literally talking about this kind of show when the movie last episode? When the movie came about out, we crack. talked
1: about a show about the Continental. You, you, you said this, and I quote: "You're like, I wish that would you know it would be really cool if they did a show of just about the Continental and like, like assassins like just meeting up and just like a whole storyline about this hotel." And uh,
0: here we yo, are. Man
1: yeah i may dude have they released any news about this because they already released a trailer for this so maybe they're already in the works maybe there was news about it but we just didn't know about it we honestly did not know about this guys like honest to god we did not know so uh this that this was pretty cool man and it was kind of exactly what we wanted like there were so many characters right it was
0: it was shocking to watch i was like oh my god did i Am I Nostradamus movie? What just that? <laughs> no, but it was it's it was really interesting to see. I I love the world. I'm definitely gonna watch. I hope they do some good stuff with it, man. The Continental September, man. John Wick universe. Yeah, I might have to have Jamie
1: watch uh, all the four John Wick movies just so we can watch this together. All
0: four of them just to watch yeah, the show.
1: All four of them just spend a day like of just action packed movies, and You're then maybe Jamie. go maybe go take her to see a uh, Sisu after too. Oh, okay. Okay. I see. You.
0: Uh, last one I was very excited about. Although I have not seen season three yet. I know you're probably thinking what? No, actually, but-
1: <clears throat> I'm not thinking what. I haven't finished watching season one, bro. Oh, my God.
0: Oh, yeah, season one is some of the
1: best television I've ever seen. I know. I know. I want to I want to watch it. Maybe something I can watch with Jamie before this one comes out. But I feel All right. Like we, the, don't wanna, the first we don't want to keep you guys
0: one. in the dark. It is True Detective, by the way. We're talking about True <laughs> Detective. Jason has not finished season one. I haven't watched season three, but they're all different stories. It's, uh, it's so like American don't... horror
1: story. Every yeah, season you is it. totally different. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's kind of a bad example because horse American Horror Story after like a certain season they start tying in all the all of them. So, yeah, but I mean at least what the first five or six didn't. So, I oh, mean, I'd
0: say it's still okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I, different actors each season, and it follows a different storyline on a different like a uh, case that they're working on. Yes, highly
0: season. recommend season one of True Detective. Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson. Uh, detectives in Louisiana. Matthew McConaughey is transferred in from Texas. Of course, his character is still Texan. Right. Um, really great story. That's the best one I've seen. Season two has Rachel McAdams, Colin Farrell, and Vince Vaughn. It's good because of them. And I, I didn't mind the story, but it, it definitely didn't get the reviews people enjoyed. And then season three is Mahershala Ali. I definitely want to check that, but Season four of True Detective is with none other than Jodie Foster. Foster, famous from uh, Silence of the Lambs. I'm sure that's why they brought her on. It's called Night Country, so I'm thinking it's in Alaska or somewhere far up north. Uh, uh, they have definitely a long Alaska, of based time. off
1: of the trailer that we saw. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's what it looked like, right? Yep. So she seems like a hated detective within her unit, as was Matthew McConaughey and his, as was Colin Farrell and Rachel McAdams. They're usually the black sheep, but they are great detectives and that's why they're at their job. That's that's releasing sometime this year. Not sure when, but man, it looks like it looks like what I want to see. I mean, what I want to see in a true detective show is dark, gritty, great detective work. Um, I'm excited, man. That's the one I'm most excited for, if I'm being honest. So also I can't on wait Max. for true detective. Also on Max. Max is taking over
1: right now. They're taking over. You know, speaking of detective and, uh, you know, detective work, did uh-huh. you hear about Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson possibly being brothers? I did hear about that. If that ends up being
0: true, that's going to be a story for the ages. Can't wait that to is... hear any developments. on yeah, that. Yeah, that,
1: that's crazy, right? Because they're on True Detective together. They were having a conversation together, I think, earlier this year. And they were like, wait, what? So they're both willing to take a DNA test to see if they're brothers or not, because the way they told their stories about their parents and their mother and stuff like that, there's a good chance that they may be half brothers, which is well, no, actually full brothers because it's from the same mom. Right. Yeah, Uh, I think or something like that. But that'd be insane, bro, how they both just became actors. That's nuts. That
0: would be some definitely shocking stuff. I I would I want to hear more.
1: I definitely want to hear
0: more. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well that does it for us for our t- our uh, trailers. Let's get into TV land, Jason. Mando episode eight. Some stuff happened. Some fucking stuff happened.
1: Yeah, it's the uh, second episode before the season finale. And uh, again, man, I feel like uh, I-, I know I've been. I know we talked about it, but I feel like I, I think I said it the last episode, right? Uh, it's always the second to. Before the season finale, where I feel like some, some probably some of the best television, because like they're building up to the end, and uh, that that's pretty much what it felt like. Um, the show, the episode was called was titled "The Spies," which is pretty interesting to me because we, right when we hop in, right we only know about one one of the spies, and that's the uh, the girl that uh, uh, messed up that dude's um, memories, right? Um, that scientist, mm-hmm. um, but we don't know about the other spies, so. If they're saying the spies, I mean, there has to be another spy, right? I mean, there definitely has to be. They they made it clear that someone
0: in the ranks of uh, the Mandalorians gave them up. Uh huh. We just need to figure out who.
1: Yeah, because someone finally made an appearance, and that was Moth Gideon. And he knew about that they were going to be in, in Mandalore, and they pretty much surprised him and did a whole sneak attack. Um,
0: now we know that there was some interesting information given by uh, that soldier, the female soldier. But I, I feel like the details that he had—that means there could be someone else. Uh, another interesting thing that I saw is Groku
1: is operating. IG Eleven, yes, dude. <laughs> uh, look, man. Um, I, 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 I mean, I love the storyline, all this stuff, but like. Some of the stuff that makes me happy about Mandalorian and I'm I'm just throwing it out there. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> I love me some cute Grogu moments, bro. And, yeah, I mean uh, the show this... is
0: partially built on him. I don't you yeah, like yeah. at all. <laughs>
1: uh yeah, just you know, we we get to see his first words, you know. Well, kind of really, you know <laughs> in a I mean? way, in a sense, yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, he can't he can't be operating this machine and then Grogu right away presses that button. No. <laughs> and he kept spamming no. Oh, dude, that shit was fucking hilarious, dude. and Adorable, bro. Um, yeah, to say the least, uh, you know, he has something he can move around now instead of that that little flying ball that he has. So that's pretty cool. And now he can move. I'm kind of hoping that maybe Grogu gets to use, like, blasters now. You know, that'd be kind of cool seeing him kill people. Although we see Grogu as innocent and stuff. But, like, hey, who knows? Maybe he might Star have to do Wars. something. It's Star yes. Wars, you know. Yeah, there he might have be, to kill
0: someone. There won't be blood. you will be fine. It'll be fine yeah um <laughs> uh, I, I found it interesting the way that they entered the atmosphere of mandalore i mean obviously they're all heading out to mandalore uh to retake the planet i thought that was really cool it it showed all of the mandalorians united right it looked like they were about to fight each other and then they meet and they're cool um i just thought there was a lot of power in this episode um damn does it take a turn when they get on the surface and start getting close to uh where they wanted to be which is in the center what is it called the arm god jason help me here
1: uh dude the armory or something no not the armory it is like like the main the main city like uh yeah yeah i I forgot what it was called but like uh before we get into that there was just another highlight that i wanted to yeah so so you know when uh Mando uh helped save uh, Paz Vizla's kid when that, that big bird took him, right? Yes, and when they end up yes. slaying the bird. And then what happened to the baby birds? They took them in, right? So they fucking whoa, whoa. skewered them, dude. dude <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what I was about to say. Remember, we were like predicting, like, oh dude, they're gonna they're gonna train them and let them grow, and then Grogu's gonna ride one of them. Nope, nope, they used them as a as a chicken dinner, guys. <laughs>
0: that was uh, fucking hilarious. That was some such bird a tr- bird I'm sure that was a troll to all those fans. They're like, they ride monsters, of course they're gonna keep them. Yeah, and here we are. They just they had some fried chicken. It was pretty great. I liked that.
1: Yeah, it was it was it was a, it was a nice little fun moment. And again, um even prior to that, you said like they were going to say that they were um fighting amongst each other. Well, there was a point where they did, you know. Oh, well yeah. Never mind. They seemed cool at first. Um, what's that punk ass name do? Oh, Axe Wolves. He's yeah. He still kind of bummed out that Bokatan uh, beat him in that last battle and took over uh, the tribe, and now like they're like, hey, no, we need to come together as Mandalore, Mandalorians, and then go to Mandalore. Uh, they devise a plan of what they need to do, and uh, they go down there. And the first thing they, and obviously they're going to lose comms because the atmosphere is still under chaos, based off of the war and all the nuclear. I- I'm guessing it's nuclear war, right? That causes the uh, the atmosphere to to be fucking ridiculous, so the comms can't go up to back to the the mothership. Uh, so when once they go down there, they're gonna be blind. And once they get down there, they uh, run into a ship. Uh, it's like a land ship, I guess, right? And um, it's other Mandalorian. And it turns out those were uh, Bo-Katan Kreese's uh, uh, loyalists. Uh, they've been there in Mandalore the whole time, and they look—they do not look good. Uh, they kind of look like they—they've been surviving the apocalypse. And Dude, just, they've been—they were holding
0: it down though. I was so impressed. Yeah, like, for wow, years, bro, go, like for forty
1: plus, thirty plus years, maybe. That's crazy. Um, yeah. So I, I, you know, that's interesting. And then from there, I forget what you know. They're they're going to the main place where they need to go. Right, they get attacked <laughs>
0: by a monster.
1: They go to yes, main
0: area, guys. We're sorry, we're we're hitting a blank here. Uh, Jermaine, you can tell us later. Oh, he will now- correct us. Yeah, he'll he'll let us know. Um, once they get there, <coughs> they're going deeper and deeper in, and it looks like at some point, obviously they're gonna, they run into Moff Gideon himself, who has planned to uh, attack. He he's met with a bunch of Imperial generals. Uh, they talk about they with talk about the best
1: armor.
0: With Beskar armor, they talked oh, about the you're return. Talking, yeah, you're
1: talking about the, uh, the uh,
0: of Grand Circle. Admiral Thrawn,
1: right? Which another and teaser asks, to that. That was great. Yeah,
0: I can't wait for that. Uh, I hope that he comes out next episode. I'm not gonna lie, in
1: Ahsoka series. That that's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking too. That that's what I'm just I like a, a
0: teaser of him, so that then we see him in Ahsoka. But he's asking for bombers. He's asking for more troops. Uh, he's using Beskar armor for his entire battalion and my god for the first time i've ever
1: seen stormtroopers actually being badass i agree 1000% man like why do the stormtroopers suck the whole time we're like why why do they miss every one of the single shots and then they kind of i feel like they did them justice in this episode and even at that they Paz also Vizla, have beskar armor though so <laughs> pazvisla
0: making his last stand god what a heartbreaker but Paz Vizla making his last stand so
1: that everyone else can get out I mean Well, be, before that, um, Mando, you know, to protect everybody, closes uh, in. He tries saving them first. And then they trap him, but they don't kill him. No, you know, they, like, they
0: take him prisoner.
1: They take him prisoner. <clears throat> and uh, Moff Gideon already knows that, uh, w- which is strange, right? Moff Gideon already knows that um, Mando doesn't have the sword. And he, he immediately goes to Bogotan. He's like, I want the dark saber. Which is kind of weird, right? Because the last time uh, Moff Gideon saw Mando, Mando had the dark saber. Did you catch yeah. that? Yeah. So there's th- that. That's also a hint that okay, there's definitely a spy. There's definitely a spy. So yeah, and then uh, so they take Mando away, and they're getting ready to kill the whole squad that uh, Mando trapped them in to protect them, and bo like cuts a hole so they can escape. But uh, Paz Vizlaw, the, the armor dude, the one with the big-ass machine gun, decides to stay behind so they can get cover fire. And he's like, you know what? He pretty much sacrifices himself. Although, he doesn't sacrifice himself, dude. He fucks shit up. He's like, all right, it's all cleared. And then these other dudes came and then ended up killing him. Very honorable death, dude,
0: I would say. Yeah, he gets killed by what? What are they called? Legionnaires or something like that?
1: I think so, but like uh, I feel Praetorian, like... Uh, the, Praetorian something. The, those guys are the ones that come out in The Last Jedi, if I'm not mistaken, right?
0: Praetorian guards,
1: yeah. They're the ones that are protecting that... Uh, Snoke. Snoke.
0: Yeah, they're yep. pretty intense looking. And they're protecting him. So, the, obviously, they're making so many connections to uh, the sequels. The sequels yep. And they're... I mean, I like the sequels, so... I don't mind. Yeah, there I, are I some the problems. Yeah, it's, yeah. The I... third one, the third one sucks. Uh, but the first two, I'm cool with. Second one, the ending of it is what makes it bad. The rest of it, I'm cool with. Anyway, um, it they they're the ones that come. And even at that, if it had been one on ones instead of three on one, I think Pazvysla still would have beaten those cards one by one.
1: Uh, yeah, I think you could have taken two. Yeah, Maybe, yeah. yeah. three might have been a little too much. Now, um. I was talking to a buddy of ours. Uh, shout out, J Man, Jermaine. Um, I totally like. I kept hearing Vizla, Paz Vizsla, Paz Vizsla, because I kept forgetting uh, Paz Vizsla's name. to do with the machine gun. That's that's what I like to call him. Mm-hmm. I was like, why does Vizla sound so freaking familiar? And um, Tar to, to, Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, he's a descendant of Tar Vizsla. Uh, guys, for you guys that don't want to follow Star Wars a lot, Tar Vizsla is Jedi. he's the first Mandalorian Je- Jedi He is the one that created the Dark Saber. Um and then uh I guess another easy way to say that uh, like uh for you guys to remember um uh, Bo- Bo- of Boba Fett um talking... remember in Book of Boba Fett that's why he
0: even says that that uh that the dark saber should belong to him and that's why he uh he challenges Mando because right. his ancestors had that
1: sword exactly but no, I, I wanted to say that uh for people that don't really understand the mandalorian like lore or like how like if it's confusing for you guys so mandalorian i would i guess the best way i can explain it is like game of thrones and the different houses right okay. you got you got house stark you got house targaryen you got house lannister right that's pretty much how the so mandalorian you got clan Visla. Yeah, Clan Vizsla, Clan, Clan Citan, Cree, Yeah. Uh oh, yeah, Kree's, Bo-Katan Kree's, Kree's. Yeah, Crees. And then you got Ren? the uh, uh that's yeah, House Red, right? Yeah. That's and right. then uh, you got the uh yeah, you got all the other ones. Um there there's there's a bunch. So um when you guys want to think about the Mandalorian, like why they're fighting against each other, it's because they're different houses, like the seven kingdoms of Game of Thrones. Um, one's trying to take over the other to be the true ruler. That's exactly kind of how it is um if you really think about it so if you guys are confused about like the mandalore and why they're fighting each other and like why they don't just get along and why they have different it's because they're technically different houses but still from like the same kingdom so um kind of a nice way to explain it um uh, for for the listeners out there that you know aren't too big of star wars fans so hopefully that is a little helpful if you follow game of thrones if not then uh shit my bad guys (laughs) um so I thought that was interesting. Uh, even before Paz Vizsla uh, sacrificed himself, there was that battle with him and Axe, Wol- Axe Wolves, you know, like the, the two main guys when they're in the ship and like they're fighting and then Paz Vizsla makes him look like a little punk, you know, punk ass bitch, punk ass bitch. And then also, <coughs> also before Paz Vizsla dies and uh, before Mandos, uh, you know, tries to save everybody, Axe Wolves. Get sent off over there to the mothership, like past Vizsla's covered in his fires. I like, go over to the mothership and then he disappears, which is kind of weird. They hinted at a lot of different spies in this episode. I don't know if you noticed that.
0: Yeah, I feel like
1: he never came back with any help. Yeah, I feel like I'm just saying he could be the spy, or there's a weird, crazy theory here that maybe the armor is the other spy. Oh, that would hurt.
0: That would hurt. I could see that, though. I mean, she's mysterious enough. Um, there are moments where you don't really understand her actions, so it wouldn't be a shocker—a complete shocker—if she was like if Din Jaren ended up being the spy. I'd be like, "What the fuck? Fuck this show!" But uh, oh, hang on. <laughs> I'd be—I'd be upset, dude. I'd throw a fit. Yeah, <laughs> throw a fit. Yeah, yeah. So we—we uh—we're not sure exactly who it is, but this next episode. Uh, we'll definitely be breaking it down a little bit more than we have today. Uh, let's move on to our next thing. Jason, you've been watching something. How was it?
1: So I watched this show called Beef on Netflix uh, this past week. Uh, it's a quick series. It's a 10-episode series, uh, 30 minute I would say about 30 minutes each, so 10 episodes. It definitely didn't feel like it, dude. I we uh, I think we watched it in two days, if I'm not mistaken. Um it is with actor Ali Wong and uh Steve Steve Steven Yuen? Yuen? Yuen, Yun Yuen. yeah sure. Yuen. Yeah, I, I, I don't know yeah uh, yeah I'm sorry if We're I'm doing our best Steven
0: we're doing our best
1: Yeah <laughs> uh for those of you guys that uh don't know those names uh Steven Yuen is Glenn from The Walking Dead Uh if you guys remember Glenn he's on that oh shit spoilers on The Walking Dead but that was a long time ago he got killed in the bat in that last scene of season six or five i can't remember where negan kills the shit out of him yeah Yeah. and then
0: ali wong has a lot of like stand-up comedy she's been breaking into she's been breaking into several roles uh in television she recently came out in paper girls uh she's yeah she's she's doing some things but her big thing is uh stand-up stand-up so that was her main thing sweet
1: uh another actor that's in there that i really enjoy is um I listen to a podcast that he's in called Bad Friends. His name's Andrew Santino. Uh, he's a ginger guy. He's also uh, on the show Dave. He's a um, little Dicky's manager. <laughs> um, so it's just kind of nice to see him like getting other acting gigs and stuff. Like he's, Well, it turns
0: out he also came out in a House Party, the remake. That house Party, out? the
1: remake. Yeah, he's also in Mixology. I don't know if you ever saw that show on Netflix. He's, he's in that one as not. well. Uh,
0: he's in um, The Disaster Artist. So he's, he's got a few things going for him.
1: Yeah, dude. He, he's a funny guy. Really good. He does really good impersonations, too. Uh, he does a really good Theo Vaughn impersonation. I don't know if you know what Theo Vaughn is. No. No, another comedian. <laughs> um, but anyways, moving along. Um, so uh, this whole um, beef, it's about a pretty much a road rage incident that just keeps escalating. These people just can't let it go. And it's between Ali Wong and Steve and that's and it kind of just takes you further and further and i totally forgot that this was an a24 production um for the people that like are kind of on the fence about it like i don't know if i'm gonna watch beef it's you know it's on netflix whatever there's a lot of hit and misses on netflix uh jamie did a pretty good job of explaining this it's like um if i'm trying to convince you guys to watch this jamie says it's like a tv version of everything everywhere all at once Ah oh, damn, that's some high praise. Yeah, it's a. It, I loved it, dude. Um, especially the la- the last two episodes are my favorite. <clears throat> I would say, and okay. the last two episodes are definitely definitely everything, everywhere, all at once vibes for sure. Yeah. Especially right, well, the last episode. Um, <laughs>
0: I was already gonna watch it, so you don't need to convince <laughs> me. But listeners, check out Beef on Netflix. Check it out. Ali Wong. A24 production, it's already out. Check it out, guys. I would give it a 8.9, maybe Dang. 9. 0. 9. wow 9. Maybe. Yeah, I loved it. Okay, I need to check this show out. Um, we've had a lot of listeners who are telling us that they don't understand why we haven't started watching succession. So, listeners, I'm doing this for you. I, I'm doing the thing. I have just recently finished uh season one of Succession. I'm not going to go too deep into it just yet because we're going to have some guests on, especially when season four ends. I think I'll be able to catch up by that time. But what I will say is that every single character on that show, at least in that family, is a terrible human being. And I don't really know who to root for. That's my problem right now with this show. Yeah, I'm like, man, I don't know who to root for because you're all terrible people. It's like watching, here's my example. It's like watching a train wreck. Uh, It's vicious. You can't take your eyes off it. Uh, It's powerful. There's a lot going on. And let's just say this was a bullet train, just to add the money to it. That's what it feels like watching the show. You're just like, oh my God, this is just... Things keep getting
1: worse and worse as time goes by, bro. You know what? You know what's crazy? Hmm. I could have sworn that you were explaining beef to me right now. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> dude. Uh, keep going. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, and
0: the the acting is pretty fantastic. I have to admit that. Beef. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the writing is very solid. It's a weirdly believable story. Like it's it's so believable that it's a bit disgusting. Is it reminds you how disgusting human beings can be. So you're yeah. just watching it and you feel like you're watching uh, I know I'm being harsh on it, but it is a good show. Like if you if, if you like prestige television, this is a show you should watch. Uh, but it almost felt like watching like a like a horror show in a sense, like grotesqueness, but in the sense of like lack of lack of empathy.
1: Yeah, because morality. Like, let me guess I mean? you're like like at the end of like an episode you're like what do you what is this guy doing what are they doing oh that's like throughout the entire episode all the time (laughs) and they're all
0: they're all intelligent but complete idiots too specifically the brothers are really stupid the sister she's smarter she's just a terrible human being uh, the people that are connected to the family, you can just tell that they're hanging on for dear life, but they get treated like, I don't even know how to explain it. They get treated like, I mean, this family thinks they are superior to everyone, right? That, that's, that's the idea. It, it definitely is a commentary on the rich. Uh, and they, they, it's the idea that the rich think they are more important than everyone else because of who they are and they think that the world revolves around them and you watch it and you're like oh my god they this is this is exactly what people think uh the rich are hopefully they're not that but it just feels so real and raw that it's it is it's an intense show i'll say that it's a very intense show and i gotta say i was extremely impressed with what they did with it Like I said, I don't really like any of the characters, uh, but I can't stop watching right now. So I'm like, oh my God. I mean, I have to see how this train wreck ends. (laughs) Maybe maybe they get
1: better or worse.
0: You know what I mean? I've been told they don't get better. Uh, (laughs) I was told, quote unquote, this is not a show where you root for anybody. And I was like, fair enough. At least I know going in, you know, I would have been a little more pissed off if I didn't see, I don't like surprises in that sense. I would have been a little more pissed off if I didn't know that there was not going to be a single character that I was going to really root for. Because when, when you watch, I don't know about you, but when you watch a show, like there are characters that you want to root for. You want good things to happen to them, right? Right. At least for me, in every show I watch, okay, yeah, yeah, this I, is a character I've like, latched on to. I've connected to them. I want good things for them.
1: Literally I'm following every show, them. There, there's some characters that like, I'm like, nah, burn in hell, uh, Cersei Lannister. Um, Got it, yeah. Uh, a few other characters that I can't think of on the top Game of, of Thrones head. is a
0: great example, though, right? Because you get so many, a lot of them die off. But there's characters that you follow, and you're like, God, I, I hope, I hope the best for you. There's a lot of bad things that happen in this world, but I hope good things happen to you. Yeah, in this like, show, yeah, like I Jamie Lannister, like, he was a piece of shit. Any of them? Yeah.
1: Go on. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, like Jamie Lannister, for example, like he was a piece of shit, and then like he did good things. I'm like, oh fuck, like, why do I kind of want to root for you. Like, it doesn't yeah. feel like this show's going to get like that, right? Like they're all just pieces of shit.
0: Yeah, it's more so. At this point, watching how the the dynamics of the family will unfold. I've only finished the first season, so I still need to watch gotcha. season two and three. But that's my take so far, right now. If I had to pick a favorite character,
1: <laughs> God,
0: uh, I'd have to pick the father, Logan Roy. Okay, okay, just because I mean, because he's a oh God, he's he's a piece of fucking work. But he is a force to be reckoned with, and he fucking tells it like it is. Like you, you mess with that guy, you better, you better be able to back it up, because he will cut your fucking throat.
1: Okay, okay, fair enough. Well, I can't wait to tell you. Uh, <coughs> I feel like, um, I mean, obviously, I haven't seen it. Uh, I'm i I'm gonna tell you about my journey when I get to it. If I, can, if I can catch up to you, I'll let you know who my favorite character is and why. Yeah, yeah,
0: and it was hard to pick. At first, uh, there's a son named Kendall that I wanted to like, but he's such an idiot. He's just... I was talking to a friend of the pod, uh, EPE, Eric. He is usually uh, a guest on our show as well. And he even said, he's like, I guess you kind of want to root for Kendall, but he's such an idiot. And I was like, watching the show, I'm like, yeah, this guy's a fucking idiot. (laughs) Like, Jesus Christ, the choices he makes. You're like, why, dude? Why? Why would you do that? This doesn't make any sense. I don't even, you know what? You're just like the rest of them, you know? So anyway, that's my take. I don't want to say too much, and I'm not going to give a rating until I'm all the way caught up. Let's get into our main
1: uh, topic of the evening Jason, Luigi. I mean, before you before you get before you get started on our main topic, topic, let me let me light some candles real quick. (laughs) Uh, Let's set the mood, set the mood.
0: Yeah, yeah. turn the lights out, put the candles on. Um, Jason, are you are you hitting on me right now? I mean, you all is it working? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Jokes aside, guys. Once again, we will give one more warning. We're going to be referencing songs and things they say in the songs that kids might not want to hear. So if you got a kid in the room, you might want to tell them to go right now. <coughs> Panty dropping playlist, Jason. Yes, yeah, this songs has been, been a hot horny. topic. They... What? what horny? Yep. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> this has been a hot topic uh, recently. I've been, I've been
1: looking up there. a lot of
0: songs yeah i, I got you i got you <laughs> i've been looking up a lot of songs and i got some picks man so i'm gonna go with some heavy hitters first i had uh, a feeling you're gonna do that
1: so yeah. i i was i was ready to counter you with just like some other songs let's go i have a feeling where i know where you're going with first so yeah, I'm
0: gonna go with heavy hitters. They're not gonna be the dirty ones just yet. We'll get into those in a minute. Okay. But <clears throat> a good a good mood setter is uh, "Leave the Door Open." Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack. Oh, it's a little silly, but I it's didn't know still where you were gonna smooth. go there. Yeah, it's okay. still smooth. It's so smooth. And yes, you can you can hear the humor in it, but at the same time, you're like, no, but
1: it it works. It does work. Bro, Bruno Mars and you, you. You know what? You know what I want to do. We we gotta get better at singing. We gotta take some singing lessons, and we should do wet this at a karaoke night.
0: Oh, I see you, know you. What I'm saying we should. Oh my God, Phoenix! When I go down, let's go.
1: What you let's doing? Do it. Where you at? Oh, you got plans? Don't say that. Oh, dude. Yeah,
0: yeah I mean let's be honest bruno mars in general you could probably throw some panty dropper songs from him uh just because he knows how to make the love songs you know what i mean at least you're setting the mood you're getting you're getting the other person in our case the ladies uh interested in what you're saying you're being romantic they're feeling uh cared about they're feeling loved right so leave the door open was a good starter for me what about you man what, what's another song you're thinking of right now
1: dude for me all i could think about when uh you first told me about this oh you throw in the you throw in <laughs> the one we talked about out aren't you and uh, I, I don't know um so first song that i thought of in my head um all i could think about that it's it's seven o'clock on the dot man what are we doing in the drop top yeah cruising the streets Oh. I got a real pretty pretty little thing that's waiting for me, you know? Okay. Nice and okay. slow by Usher, bro. That's 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 the one. Yeah, dude, not Nice and Slow, man. That that was the one for me. That's the very first song I thought of like as soon as you told me, that's the first song I thought of, bro.
0: <laughs> you know, recently on one of the chats that we were that we we're all in, I think it's Tune Squad. Um uh, there was one that was sent and I yes. straight up
1: was. It is a remake
0: of Al Green's "Let's Stay Together."
1: Ah, that's see. That was gonna be my next one. Is is that where you gonna? Is that where you going with right now? Yeah, that's what I'm going <laughs> with right now. Because I heard it and I was like, man, you, uh, if a
0: girl play, if a girl played this for me, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, let's stay together. What's up? How do you, I think you pronounce up, the huh?
1: artist name Joseph J-O-S-E-E-F. J-O-E-S-E-F. Yeah, it's um a really good cover to uh, Al Green's Let's Stay Together. I'm let's, not going to say it's better because a lot of people would get upset. But to get... Yeah, I wouldn't say it's better, but it's just it's really good, man. Like it's It's, it's, it's a... got like a it's got weirdly enough like a, a s...
0: it's like a, a romantic but sensual twist to it. It's not super sensual. It's still you know, you could still play it with the kids around or whatever, but
1: yeah, but it's also just, at the same time, if you like, you're you know you you go out to a to to get dinner with a, a girl you met I don't know on Tinder or like a first date or something, and you come back to your place and you want to play a song because you're like oh let's keep it going with some wine and cheese or whatever I don't know how you guys want to do it, but like you want to make her feel comfortable, you can put that song on there Al Green or this song too, and it can help set the mood. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, those, those are some solid ones that are, you know, they got more of the love in there. They're real sweet, but let's be honest, Jason, when you are getting some of that panty dropper music, you gotta have it. A, you gotta get some stuff that's a little bit dirty too. Um, okay. I'm, I'm going to throw one out. Cause I know you're going to throw one that I wanted to talk about and I want you to mention it. So I'm going to throw one out that no one, uh, has talked about at least that I've talked to recently. It's the Valley by Miguel. How does that go? I the chorus is I want to fuck. I want to what is it? Let, let me get the lyrics exact because I don't want to mess this up. But he's <laughs> saying like we're fucking in the valley. Uh, I'm guessing. Oh, I'm you guessing know what? they're talking about
1: pornography in the valley. I think that sounds familiar to me. I like I I got to hear it, but like if I'm being completely honest, bro, like there's just like only a few Miguel songs that I like that I like. Listen to this. Can you hear it? Yeah, barely.
0: Let's just say the style of the song, I highly recommend when you're getting into it i mean like when you're getting into it with your girl you know you guys are feeling each other up you're kissing you're touching her neck you know what i mean this song is gonna take you to the next level is all i'm gonna say about that song i want i want to tell you now that you definitely should check it out the valley by miguel you will not regret that shit the beat itself it just it works with a good rhythm so i i i definitely recommend that song Okay,
1: okay. Um, I didn't think that's where you were going to go with, if I'm being completely honest. I'm going to be
0: jumping around a little bit. I'm going to be jumping around a little bit.
1: Okay, okay. <clears throat> For me, I'm going to hit you with a twofer, just because I feel like these are like the only like sexual set-the-mood songs, in my opinion, from this artist, but I love this artist. And it's going to be my boy, Leon Bridges, Ooh. Ma- Magnolias, and Shona from his album, Gold Digger. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Man, Leon like those,
0: Bridges, that's that's some love making music right there. That's some love it, making music. That's some respecter music, you know. What I'm it's saying? like
1: a yeah, exactly, exactly. But I feel like Magnolia isn't shown enough, especially it's com- it's more like a definitely more set so the, of the mood versus the other ones. It's like more like I kind of love you type thing. I um, hear you. Again, this this is another one where you like dim the lights. You have at your house. That's the opposite some, of the Miguel song. I'll yeah, tell you what, yeah, 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 yeah. the
0: Miguel song, I mean, chorus literally says, I want to fuck like we're filming in the valley. You know, it's, hey, hey. it's a little different. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> but Leon Bridges, he's got that voice, man. He he makes you swoon. That's that's what I like about Leon Bridges. He, get, he gets you to swoon. So that's always Ooh, a like good that. choice.
1: Swoon. I like that word. Yeah,
0: yeah. I got one for you that's a little more... Um, Sweet, it's called Playground Love by Air.
1: Hmm, you
0: should check it out, man. Don't I, think I heard it. It's they are a, a an alternative band. Uh, they use some electronic sounds, but they're not EDM or anything like that. And it's a very like calm song, but it's got beats that work uh, to get you in the mood. It gets it's very it's very rhythmic. Uh It's off the Virgin Suicides original motion p- picture soundtrack, Playground Love by Airman. Check it out. Great song. Uh, I think it's a good panty dropper because, I mean, it's literally called Playground Love. So you're alluding to the idea of, you know, being in love with someone since since you met them, especially if you knew them for a
1: long time. Right. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, bro. Hey, calm down, bro. You're getting a little moist there. I can feel it. <laughs> <laughs> I hear an ocean coming right behind you. <laughs>
0: oh, man. I don't know what to tell you, dog. We, we we got into it. We got into it. Uh, let me tell you one more before you go to another one. Mm-hmm. Now, this one, it's been one of my favorite songs since I was 16. It's by a band called She Wants Revenge, and it's oh. called Tear You Apart. Wow. Okay. Whoa, that's very good yeah yeah Um, i mean listen man that's aggressive it's aggressive but it's it's talking about i mean the lyrics very much are about a teenage boy and a teenage girl who like have that sexual tension
1: Mm. and uh
0: it's just the song works really really well you're like oh my gosh this is this is a really good song to kind of get you into the mood it definitely gets you going and makes you listen to the lyrics uh, gets ideas in your head you know what i mean it's it's cool it's a good one tear you apart but she wants revenge
1: i like that i like that now i'm a, i'm going to actually give you one that's probably going to give you a shocker because if if i'm being completely honest out of like my horny songs from this artist it's probably like not even in my top 5 because i can think of a whole bunch of other horny songs before i think about this artist and horny songs no kidding but a movie came out that girls were so wet for because it was is is based off a book. Uh. And they went to this artist and like, hey man, we're we're coming out with we're making a movie about this book that people get so like these women love that get them very excited. Tell them we who need, it is, Jason. We we them. need we need you to make a a sexy ass song. And my boy delivered. Uh, and that's another. Oh, did the weekend deliver? Yes, sir. The weekend earned it, man. That song to this day, bro, gets me so excited, bro. <laughs>
0: that's it's a good just way to put it. You know <laughs> what I'm
1: saying? I don't know.
0: You know, the one that gets me, and we were talking about it off pod before. I mean, talking about this episode, we were talking about it I from... mean, if you're if we're gonna talk about the weekend, I have a whole list of the weekend. I'm like, holy shit. Um <laughs> You know, my tops are mostly off of that trilogy, uh, House of Balloons.
1: So House of Balloons is just a horny playlist. It's just it's just, it, just hit play and like if you're on and a date, go. yeah, just, just yeah. let it play throughout the whole time. And um, and, and that one's like kind of like a, it's like he, he's he's a little bad boy at that. He's in his bad boy stage, you know. My favorite one is the one that
0: he's most full of shit on. But I'm like, man, the confidence, dog, the confidence. <laughs> it makes me want to walk into a room and be like, goddamn right. Yeah, the no, shit too. What, what, you, you, need? Need, yeah, what yeah. you need, what hey, you need, what you need. He's what
1: you want, but I'm what you need. I'm what man. you that, need. God, what dude, you he need, says,
0: what you need.
1: He has a lot of one-liners where it's just like it's the confidence is just like so sexy, right? And yeah, women, man. women like that, right? I, I oh, mean, women love the confidence. That's that's and, one of the
0: main things you need as a man to get a girl. You need to be confident that you can get her. So that's just life. It is what it is. Uh, but yeah, man, the weekend. I keep going right. Now, some songs that aren't even like that horny. High for this, Wicked Games,
1: Life of the Dude, Party. Oh, Wicked
0: Games, <sighs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, no, they're they're fantastic. You checking out House of Balloons in general, or I guess on uh, Spotify it would be Trilogy, right? The Trilogy um, they put them all together. Oh, no,
1: actually, um, not not too long ago, and because I am more of a fan of like before the Trilogy, right? Uh, he actually mm. remastered uh, House of Balloons, Thursday, and Echoes of Silence, so you can actually go listen to them one by one. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Which I prefer.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna throw one at you. Not the weekend. He already got his dues right now, you guys. You know you can play the weekend, and it'll just not his. Obviously, not his newer pop stuff, because uh, that's not what he's going for. Right? He's he's not trying to go for the the baby making music. He's well, going he, for. He needs to. He needs yeah. to go
1: back to that that dark, like, getting ready to just fucking, you know, bend you over the barrel and show you the 50 states. Kind of
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I, I love that you referenced uh, Jason Sudeikis there. Yeah. <laughs> um. Another one for me, again, from when I was a kid, another rock song. This one gets straight to the point, too. Uh, have you heard Closer by Nine Inch Nails? One of my favorite oh, bands. I had to bring. This I know. Song in.
1: I know that's one of your favorite bands, but uh, I can't say I have, man. I can't say I have.
0: He, okay, let me let me tell you the lyrics. I wanna fuck you like an animal. No, no, dude. He no. says I wanna feel you from the inside. No, dude. No. But, oh, check it out, man. Closer by Nine Inch Nails. S- send it to me after this recording. Um, oh, I'm gonna send you. So I have a. You know, for no for no apparent reason, I have a a a list of songs like this. You know,
1: so, <laughs> for no apparent reason, for none no apparent whatsoever,
0: reason, none whatsoever. Yeah, you could you could ask my wife. She's like, I don't know, I don't know why he has that list, but you know, I'm
1: glad he has it. I'm glad I'm glad we made it together. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, I actually worked uh, pretty uh, hard I on got this list. list. I was like uh, yeah, when I hear this 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 playlist playing, uh, that means I should go to my room and go to bed. So here's the thing: <laughs> I got I
0: got challenged to make this list. It's called I called it "Drunken Love" because they said, "Can you make a playlist for having sex when you're not sober?" And I was like, "I got uh-huh, you, yeah. I got you." And so I made the list, and I think it's pretty damn good, my friend. Anyway. So I'll send you my list because it's got a bunch of those songs. Um, but, yeah,
1: <laughs> Closer
0: by Nine Inch Nails, man. Closer gotta, by Nine Inch Nails, that's the one. That oh, you absolutely do. You absolutely do. Uh, what
1: you got next, man? Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Yeah, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it, man. I'm, uh, I'm going to take it back to my teen years because that's when I was the horniest. And uh, I'm gonna go with it, it, it's a twofer, but they were so great at this time. And it's a uh, "Suffocate and Bed" by Jay Holiday.
0: I don't know that.
1: I don't know. You're gonna have to send me that, my friend. All right, so I can you, you, so I can Jay add Ho- it to some of my lists. I'm gonna put you to bed, bed, bed. I'm gonna put it's, or two thousands, bro. It's in the, See, early here's 2000s. my
0: thing. Don't hate me because uh, Gabby I, definitely hates me for whenever I say this I don't really like 2000s R&B that much oh my
1: god bro Those, I feel like that's the best r in my opinion
0: I know that's what she says too and I'm like I get it I'm sorry I'm sorry it just all sounds really the same to me uh, she's shown me some songs specifically Neo uh, that guy can sing
1: he can sing he can but sing I just, but like general, definitely not in the uh, sexy part Oh, I don't
0: know. I'm just talking in general for that genre. I don't really appreciate it, but she did convince me that he's a good singer and I should check him out. Um, But anyway, we're off topic a little bit. Go ahead.
1: Uh, But yeah, Suffocate. uh, I don't know, man, just the way he sings it and like it's just very nice, like kind of get you in the mood. He says, I can't breathe when you talk to me. I can't breathe when you touch me. Like he's just like very sexual. Like obviously I can't seem like this motherfucker, bro, but like these songs again to my to all my '90s kids that were growing up in high school. Uh, yeah, obviously we're in high school in the 2000s. So Jay Holiday, Suffocate, and Bed were just fucking classics for us. Minus Luigi for some reason. I apologize, uh, everyone.
0: <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got I've got a few Spanish ones for you guys. First off, there's one called "Amarrame" by Mon Laferte and Juanes it's literally called tie me up you see where we're going Mm -hmm, I don't mm -hmm. need to say more amazing singer uh La Mordidita by Ricky Martin and Jotuel again I don't need to say much you know biting (laughs) guys (laughs) clearly you, you know what I'm saying um some good ones, also. I personally think it's a panty dropper, "La Tortura" by Shakira and Alejandro Sanz.
1: No, man, I don't know that one either, bro. Oh, you, or maybe I do. You do, just you do. You, you
0: just need to yeah. hear it. You just need to hear that one. I'm pretty sure that you, if you heard it, you'd be like, "Oh, I recognize, I recognize." So that's a that's another one for me. And there's a group that came out in the '90s. They were kind of like. I wouldn't know how to describe them. It's almost like alternative rock meets um, electronic beats. Like mm-hmm. if Moby had a rock band with him, too.
1: <coughs> okay.
0: I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah. So they use a lot of beats and then they use instruments when it works with the beat. And they're called Portishead specifically a song called glory box now this is mostly for the beat of the song and her voice it definitely gets you in the mood it sets it you could play it whenever anybody's around um of course uh definitely good for date nights so that one was one i had to throw in there because i thought yes this
1: song this song works you know what i'm saying oh hell yeah um you gotta send me those uh hispanic uh sexy time playlist, bro <laughs> oh i got you dog i got you i got you <laughs> i'm gonna
0: send you i'm gonna send you my actually how about this we'll we'll link my drunken love playlist for everybody but i'm gonna send it to you as well
1: <clears throat> yeah I, I i i i i'm about that please send it oh absolutely
0: <laughs> absolutely um you know, one and Jason's gonna laugh. <clears throat> one that I I think is definitely a panty dropper. Jason, I'm I'm pretty sure you're gonna laugh at me for this one, but Lotus Flower Bomb featuring Miguel by Wale. Oh, dude, I have, I have heard that one.
1: Really? That that's the one. That's the Wale song
0: that gets you. Uh, for me, that's that's a pretty good one. I, you know, there was a there was a an event that we were at together once, and this song came on. And uh, there were definitely there were definitely people getting interested. You know what I mean. So I I hope you you recall what I'm talking about. If not, that's okay. We'll talk off pod. It would definitely talk off pod because uh, I'm drawing a
1: blank right now, and I apologize for that.
0: Oh yeah, it was way back in the day. Uh, but yeah, Lotus Flower Bomb by Wale. Amiga. Is
1: there a better one? Am I forgetting one? Oh my gosh. Um, one that I really enjoy with Wale. Uh. Which is weird because Rick Ross is in it, but also Drake's in it. And um It's a panty which, dropper? Uh I, I would call Dice Pineapples just because of the lyrics. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um both both Drake and uh Wale pretty go in with like uh the seduction as far as like maybe not so much like the the music wise, because obviously Rick Ross is going, Oh, oh you know? yeah, but like uh if you listen to Wale's lyrics and Drake's lyrics, you're like, Oh, Kind of, kind of horny right now. Um,
0: <laughs> so that's
1: why I like to throw Dice pineapples. But I'm glad that well, I, you brought that up and asked me about that because the next picks I want to bring up uh, some Drake features. Early, on when I want to actually like Drake. I don't really like him nowadays. I just think he just hasn't grown as an artist, in my opinion. Hate me if you guys want. Um, but I do want. I I still like him as I still jam out to his songs that. uh Early back in the day, so uh, and uh, it's mostly his features, man. He went crazy on features. Um, One of them is uh, J Cole in the morning. Uh, have you oh, heard that okay. song? Can no, I hit no. it in the morning? Oh no? yeah, oh, yes. Bro. Just kidding. Yes, yes. Fucking love that song. I used to fucking love that song. I used I used to know the lyrics to both their like all their verses on that one. Uh I'm gonna go with a uh, party next door as well. Uh Come and see me, featuring Drake. Come and see me for once. Come and see me for once. You don't ever come to me. You haven't heard that one? No. Oh my god! And then, then Trey songs invented sex, bro. Okay. You and haven't heard that se- one? No, no. Like
0: I said, two thousands. Oh. I'm un. I'm uneducated on two thousands. I'm willing for someone to prove me wrong. But so I know you I can know. Here's the good one,
1: stuff. Then. I know you know this one then. The zone with. It's the weekend song, the zone with featuring Drake. So, I don't know from Thursday from the from it's after House of Balloons. Oh, um, then Thursday. yes, I heard the yeah. whole album, so yes, I, I yeah. The zone. had to have heard that one. I, I think relisten. he was, I think he was just on a terror at that point. Like just he was going with other R and B artists, and he was just dropping them like little penny dropper verses, bro. Like the Drake was just Drake was just killing at that time, and I I just feel like he should stick to that, bro. Cause I don't think he's a hard. Um, never mind, he did body. Uh, you know, um, what's his what's his name? That Philly rapper, Meek Mill. Meek Mill. He he, he did body him. Yeah, I, I I'll say that. But I'm just saying, like during during that time, like I feel like there was a really good time where Drake was like really good, and then I think he just like started like worrying about like, all right, this is gonna be a hit. This is gonna be a hit. But not necessarily like really caring about him being an actual artist and p- improving his music. He's just worrying about making hits, and there's nothing wrong with that, because uh, I, I I still agree. I will say he is making hits; like his songs are catchy. But I just don't think he grew as an artist personally. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. yeah, like I'm not hating on him. I just I just couldn't grow with him as 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 an artist. I still like his music is still catchy and still enjoyable, and I can see why people why he's one of the greatest streaming artists of all time. But kind of just outgrew him, and it happens, huh. right? Yeah, I mean it happens sometimes they can't keep
0: they can't keep up the quality and yeah. you know it happens with a lot of artists I had to shout there's also features, a chance though. to
1: come back there's <laughs> also a chance to come back you never know yeah I had to shout out <laughs> features, though because oh my god those songs were like I'm gonna play this and uh it's, it's definitely gonna set the mood you know what I'm saying uh another another one that's it,
0: it's straight Raunchy though this one's like Raunchy Raunchy is uh, Russ have you heard some of his music oh yes yep yeah nasty and seduce. i'm like oh man those those work but you already got to be you already be you got to be kind of already getting into the getting
1: into the groove of things you (laughs) know what's funny like for russ like i like his lovey dovey songs more oh do you i liked uh i liked i liked a
0: bunch of his songs actually uh, so I, I was just checking him, checking out some of his stuff and yeah I, I like <laughs> I like a bunch of his songs um, <clears throat> there's that I also liked uh, All The Time by Jeremiah Lil Wayne and Natasha Mosley mm, mm-hmm. that's a damn good song too man uh, that, that one works they got the moves and it's just and li-
1: go ahead. For, <clears throat> for me it's just like Lil Wayne yeah I mean he doesn't wins it for me you know what I'm saying
0: yeah he doesn't he doesn't do too much in the song, so that, that helps a bit. But yeah, his voice doesn't like it ain't sexy. At least I, I wouldn't imagine that it is. Ladies, tell us if we're wrong. I mean, we're, we yeah. we ain't we I ain't the I'm, audience, right? We ain't the I, audience. Uh, but...
1: I'm not horny for little Wayne. That's that's all I'm saying. But also I'm not horny for little John, but he made my list with lovers and friends, bro. Lovers and friends. See, we need to we need to trade Lil these. Chris Usher little Chris and Little John? Usher or sure you have you don't know you don't know lovers and friends i don't think so man oh my god okay wow i i wow uh tita i feel you i feel you on this one because uh, i i feel like uh, every song that i'm saying i feel like we're we're right here dude sorry i'm, doing, I'm sorry. doing the finger i'm doing the the eye thing i don't know if you can see me or hear yeah, me no but no she, she sees you she sees you <laughs>
0: um i know i'm gonna throw out a random person here but i think she works uh Billie eilish when i was Ooh, older, yes and all okay. all the good girls go to hell even bad guy works pretty well so
1: mm, i want not i want not know about <throat> that
0: now nah, I, would, I would take it for the beat but yeah when i was okay. older and all the good girls go to hell i think those are those are pretty solid picks um yeah, man. So we got we got quite a few for you guys. We just threw tons of songs at you. If you are trying to woo somebody, we got you. We we just gave you tons of songs to get them in the mood. If it, if it doesn't work, then it's you. Then it's you. I'm sorry. Well, I I, I, will, I will say this real quick.
1: I just some quick shout out ones. Okay. Oh, absolutely. LL Cool J doing it. I'm doing it and doing it and doing, it. doing well. it well. Aaliyah rock the boat. You know, rock the boat. boat. Jenny Wine in those jeans.
0: You know what I'm saying? Oh, we can do that. We got to do Ice Cube. You can do it. Put your ass into
1: it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know if that one's like a horny one. (laughs) Uh, 112, Anywhere. That's a good one. Aaliyah, One in a Million. You're one in... Yeah. Uh, LSG, My Body. I didn't want to say this one because, you know, he's a piece of shit. But R. Kelly, You Remind Me of Something. That's a great song, guys. Yeah. yeah a lot I mean, of songs yeah. too on top neighbors know my name you know
0: yeah i mean those are all solid solid uh solid songs man i mean <clears throat> if we're gonna go straight into love songs there's plenty of love songs that we could we could definitely throw in there uh,
1: i mean i when you told me it was like set the mood songs like i feel like those set the mood a lot you know what i'm saying
0: oh yeah absolutely uh some of the some of the songs that i i enjoy throwing out there would be uh gosh it may be a little bit cheesy but uh back at one brian mcknight
1: oh okay okay so yeah. that, that, that that's a, that's a love song not like yeah, a, yeah. a set in the mood song uh no, no. shout out alina Ber, alina Baraz, like early alina Baraz, like 2015 alina Baraz. oh my god she was horny bro
0: that's oh, no kidding
1: no, no. no kidding i gotta say uh, that
0: <laughs> Any Frank Ocean, I would say. Uh, Frank Ocean. Uh, a
1: Lot of Heartbreak, Lot <clears throat> Falling Love. I think those are more love songs. I, I would say. Yeah. But, but yeah, they I, set it they set a good mood. Definitely set a good tone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I well, agree. I, I would say thinking about
0: thinking about you sets a good mood.
1: Yeah, it does. It yeah, does. yeah.
0: Yeah, so that, that would be a good one too. Oh man. See, again, guys, we're giving you the good stuff. We're giving you the good stuff. Again, if it's not working. It's something that you're doing. Change what you're doing. <laughs> hey, uh, let, let,
1: let hey guys, I would love to know some of the songs that make you guys horny. Send it yeah, to us, yeah, so I can add it to my playlist. See if that works for me, and I'll let you know. Uh, uh, ladies, I, would, I would really love to hear. It. Let us know what you think. Uh, last
0: one from me, Rico by Dale. Pretty good, pretty good. Ooh. But all right, we're, we got to cut it there. We got to cut it there. We're we're getting into too many songs now. We're getting into too many but we'll 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 post uh, the playlist for you guys so you guys can check it out if you want to Jason I'm gonna have you check it out as well
1: uh, before the playlist post
0: oh yeah I'll, I'll, I'll
1: add I'll, I'll add some of some of my songs to it and then we'll post it on Instagram and you guys can click on the link and listen to the playlist if you want uh, shout the, out
0: friend of the pod Tom is gonna be upset about this episode <laughs> <coughs> He's oh, gonna be like, "What? You didn't? You didn't talk to me about this?" We're like, "Sorry, man. You are an expert. I'm definitely an expert." <laughs> <laughs> uh, go on, shout
1: outs, man. Shout outs. Uh, yeah, you know what? Just shout out to all the listeners out there. Uh, shout out to Jamie just for always holding it down, uh, just being who you are. Um, yeah, that's that's really all I got for
0: this week, bro. Same. Shout out to Gabby. Uh, <laughs> Plenty of things that I would not have done without you. I appreciate you. Shout out to the fam and you listeners. As always, thanks again for listening, guys. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at revenge underscore of the pod. Uh, We love you. We appreciate you. Hope we hope we're going to get you guys laid. Uh, We'll see you next week for another episode of revenge of the pod.